Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show comes in. If you are ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I am back with the menopause guru, Jean Andrus. Welcome, Jean. Hey, Cassie. Hi. This is number 18 in Jean's Years of Growth series. I know we have covered a lot of a lot of territory, and I am so excited to talk today. First, though, I want to know how has your future self been shining through? She's been in the flow. I've just been sharing a lot of information with my clients and with the people who follow me about menopause. And it's just been wonderful to be able to get that information out. So she's been in flow state most of the last month. I love it. So we just finished recording this um, October 7th, 2019, which is uh, just after the end of Menopause Awareness Month. Yeah. (laughs) Which is awesome. (laughs) So tell me how you showed up differently um, this Menopause Awareness Month than you ever have before. First of all, I showed up. (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about what let's talk about what does showing up mean showing up means being who I am and being unapologetically me going out and saying hey this is what you need to know and this is what's going to get you through and if you if you're struggling with who you are or how you feel right now and you're a woman in this time of your life guess what it's not you it's your hormones so saying that and owning that and being able to make that a consistent message across the board has been uh, really the difference this year and the difference is that i've done that in all types of kinds of places and events and things that ways of saying that to people so for example in my toastmasters meeting the other morning i did a speech that i've done in other toastmasters meeting but i finished it with and i am the menopause guru (laughs) that is amazing how did that feel that felt really good. It felt like here I am owning it. And it wasn't the first meeting this, this past month that I did that. Um, it's been the several meetings that I've gone in and said, this is who I am. And this is why I'm telling you this particular piece of information. So that kind of showing up in my private life, if you would, okay. has been really different than sort of segmenting my life, which is what I had been doing for a long time. Yes. All right. I want to come back to segmenting, but I want to ask first, um, what did you, did you know what showing up was before, or did you have a different definition that you thought it was? I think I knew, I think I was just fighting it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) That that makes sense. I could post in my 
on my Facebook page and be perfectly fine with doing that. And I could post in menopause groups and own who I was and what I did, did to a lesser extent because of regulations in Facebook groups. Uh, but over in my public, over in my private life, on my own personal page, I would mention it here and there, but I wouldn't really stand in who I was, mm-hmm. who I am. Yeah. So what's the difference? Like, how do you feel now that you can stand in both your, so your, it's all one life. There is no more private right. and public, right? Or, right? How does exactly. that feel? Yeah. So it feels a lot more authentic. Um, mm-hmm. It it feels more uh, less disjointed. Yeah. So I used to in in my previous professional life, I would get to do these things where I would double book myself all the time, one private thing and one public and one job thing. And it would always be like, oh, shoot, I've done it again. I've, <laughs> I've broken my life into two pieces and they overlap. And I don't even realize it when I'm booking it because I don't think of things as being one life. It, it was always private and professional. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's going to be a whole lot easier to, to keep from doing that. Right. I mean, because let's talk about this from a future self perspective. Her life is one life, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And her life has its priorities all in order. And it goes easily from one physical location to the other and then on, on to the world. Um, for traveling, but it also does that easily with personal and professional commitments so that I'm not making a client, say a client commitment when I'm supposed to be at a Knicks meeting for my Mardi Gras crew. Right. And I have done that. In fact, I did it last month. I, I will have to say I, I did it last month where, where I agreed to do a, a webinar and also had a next meeting at the same time. Fortunately, it's not a big deal, but yeah, there are but other places it, would. Right. Well, it's, and it's not going to happen again because you've integrated your life. Right. What was your biggest fear that was keeping your life segregated or segmented, not segregated? Uh, judgment of people who don't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I deal in a somewhat taboo subject. Um, menopause is not exactly the most common <laughs> cocktail hour phrase that you'll hear, especially in mixed company. And my personal page has a lot of friends from a lot of different times of my life, men, women, young, old, whatever. And so I guess there was a certain fear that people who fell outside that range wouldn't get it. And I'm sort of at the point 
I won't say I'm completely at the point, but I'm sort of at the point that it doesn't, if they don't get it, that's their problem, not mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, what was your biggest fear about what would happen if you showed up in your private life as the menopause guru? That people would start posting nasty things on my personal page. Mm-hmm. But then again, there's delete block. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it so interesting how we make up this huge thing, but we actually like, that's such a great example of we have the control and we have the power to change, to not let that affect us. Right. Mm-hmm. Just delete block. Like you're done. Right. Yeah. There's, there's no, there's no, I'm going to give you a chance. There's no, but the fear of that happening held you back for a long time. Right. Yeah. It yeah. did. Yeah. Um, what's the best thing about showing up in both your private and your personal life as the menopause guru? I think it's being able to be proud of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been doing this for, I've been studying this stuff for, for almost 15 years now. <laughs> it's a long time. And That's I, and time. I don't know, Cassie, you know me and I am a studier. I am a dive deep into it, figure it out, go down the rabbit holes, chase all the little wormholes that are go, all around and figure it out. And I know things. I think that I have made connections in the realm of how our bodies work and how this thing called menopause affects us that you wouldn't find anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there are bits of pieces here and bits of pieces there. And it feels like there are very few people who are really studying this from the way I study it. And so I can be proud of that. I've got a set of knowledge that other people just don't know, don't have and need. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know how to share it with them. Yeah. So what's the difference? Because you could have always been proud. You've always had this set of knowledge. Mm -hmm. What about sharing it elevates that pride? It adds about 2,000 people <laughs> that I can share it with. Right. And, and interestingly enough, um, since I wrote my book with Angela at the Author Incubator, I hear from dozens of her writers, and they're always telling me what they do or they're showing me what their, what their book is, and I haven't and many, many of them need what I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frankly, they need they need the the service that I offer, or at least the information that I provide. And I haven't been stepping into that. I've been waiting for them to figure out what I do, mm-hmm. and that's silly. Yeah, well, it's a, yeah, <laughs> and it's especially silly because when we look at your person. So you, you were showing up on the menopause guru page, but most people, when, when they think of that, um, and I know this from knowing your clients and how this whole process works is that 
about 80% of your people don't know they should actually like the menopause guru page because they have these false interpretations of what their menopause journey is, or they've never heard of that. They have no idea what it is. They think they're too young. They think they're too old. They think all these things, right? So about 80% of your people can't even, can't even figure out on their own without you telling them that they should even like that page and, and, and that you have information they might find useful. Yeah, uh, as a total example of that, the last weekend, a friend of mine texted me and said, could you host a friend of mine who's on a journey around America? And I said, sure. And she came over to my house. I'd never met her. And we started talking and she asked me what I did. And I told her about that. And she said, I think I'm getting there. And I said, so tell me a little bit about that. And she said, well, I'm 48 and ding, 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 ding. You're late. <laughs> you're late, get late to the party. And then she told me that she had started skipping periods. And i and I explained to her that she had not been given the information that she needed earlier to make sure that she was where she needed to be. And indeed she has been doing because of her own other health journey. She's been doing much of what she needs, but she didn't know that she was really someone primed to be in my client group. Mm -hmm. And I gave her a copy of the book and sent her on to Austin. Yeah. And I, what I really want to point out is that when we, it matters when you show up, right? Because mm -hmm. so much of reaching our clients and we talk about this in the path to paying client is we have to talk to them where they are. And the first step in educating your future clients is that they're supposed to be listening to you at all, right? Or that you have information or that what's going on in their life ties into what you do. And that's part of what we've done as a society is by making this such a taboo is uh, we've, we don't even know when we need to know it. Mm -hmm. And what's so, your goal? What's the menopause guru setting out to do? Who is, she, what is, she, you know, what's changed five years from now when you've fully stepped into your future self for the last five years? The person I am will not have to, have to be, educating the people who should already know it she sh she'll be educating the people who should be stepping into knowing it so my my client group will probably have gotten younger uh, i'll be talking to more people in their early 40s and maybe late 30s than trying to catch people who've gone too too late in the process mm -hmm. so uh, i expect that 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 it will remain teaching uh, educating, putting information out there, but it will be about when to start and how to start way in the beginning of this. So they, so that people don't get to 48, 50, 52 and saying, Oh, now what now? How do I feel good? Because I've already gone to the point where I'm no longer feeling good. Mm -hmm. And how do you, how will you show up to do that going forward? Brilliantly. 
the word that the word that actually came to mind was brilliant and it showing people that they can have this experience and that it moves them from a place where their life was about one thing and allows them to transition to where their life is about a totally different thing happily and still fulfilling all the responsibilities they may have taken on, especially if they've taken on children late in life, uh, how to do that without driving themselves crazy and feeling like they've lost themselves and that they've betrayed themselves. Mm -hmm. That's big work. It is. <laughs> um, I find it... Um perfect that you said brilliant. I don't think you've ever tried to show up. Like brilliant is, we almost think of those people when we say brilliant, it's sort of this natural thing. It's this very different. They're not smart, they're brilliant. It means a lot of times that they think outside the box or they change the world in some way. And I, and you get to, I want to hear your, uh, what you have to say when I say this. I think so long, for so long, you are trying to show up perfect. And mm. when you try to show up perfect, you can't show up brilliantly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And, and I think it's different, different than smart too. I think you're right. It's there's, I know I'm smart. I, sorry. I know I'm smart. Um, I've always been, a person who learns easily and takes in a lot of information. But the difference is that now I can share it in a way that can be consumed by the people who need to consume it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so let's talk a little bit about um, the shift in setting goals that all of this, because this really came about You've been stepping into your future self for a long time, more and more, and sometimes pull back and we get you back in there, right? <laughs> and sometimes you, in one day, sometimes in three months. <laughs> yeah, it's closer to one day now. I think we, we celebrated that a couple um, shows ago as well as how quickly, you know, it's, it's yeah. gone down. And also learning to speak to your person, right? Learning to sort of be brilliant instead of smart. Mm -hmm. um, and so I want to talk a little bit about how, you know, as you've done this, you know, you showed up consistently for more than 30 days. Um, how did keeping that commitment, I'm going to ask this first, how did keeping that commitment to yourself shift you more into your future self and really propel you forward? Well, I think when we talk about the goals and my goal of showing up, um, versus the goal. And when we first talked about this month, we talked about goals in terms of number of calls, number of new people on the mailing list and number of likes and all of that. And somewhere along about the middle of the month, I had to let that go because it wasn't happening. Mm -hmm. uh, so learning to shift that goal into just me showing up means that it doesn't matter. I don't have to feel like a failure if nobody else shows up 
-hmm. or says something or likes or makes an appointment or books books a package or anything like that so whatever i i look at in terms of those it doesn't matter because they're not my goals my goal is to show up mm-hmm. so where we've done things and we've allowed those goals to be in the numbers it wasn't so i felt like a failure I think you, yeah, you felt like a failure, but I think you always didn't even let yourself go because it was like, what if the result doesn't happen? I'm already- Yeah, I'd get halfway through and I'd see that I wasn't anywhere near my goal. So I'd stop Mm -hmm. because then if I didn't show up and I didn't get the numbers, I didn't fail. I Mm -hmm. decided it wasn't working. Mm -hmm. Whereas- if I show up, if I say my goal is to show up and I don't show up, then the failure is mine, mm-hmm. is my failure to show up. So by putting it in those terms, I am in complete control as to whether I succeed or fail. Mm-hmm. So I succeeded. Yeah. And that is really, I think it, your, your brain caught up in the middle of the month, but that is really, we talked like, wouldn't it be awesome? And sort of these, like, what do we want to have happen out of this? But the first and foremost goal was to show up. I am going to show up every single day for menopause journey. And I'm going to post seven, five to seven times a day. Right. And I I only missed twice. One day when I decided it need only needed three posts and one day where three posts wound up in my draft posts instead of on the wall. Yeah. But is that even a failure? No, that wasn't a failure. I, I just, I said, I missed. I didn't oh, say missed. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, I'd even lessen the missed. Right. And so it was originally like you, f- you finally decided to show up. Mm-hmm. Right. And no matter what, I'm going to finish the race. Right. And now I get to go skydiving. Yes. And that was the, that was the, um, prize for yourself, right? If I show up every day, when I show up every day, then I get to go skydiving. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I love it. Um, and so, yeah. And then it's morphed into this new thing, which is the most important thing when you are running a business that you want to change the world or when you're just becoming your future self, it's that you show up right? We can't do anything if we don't show up. If we don't show up for our future self, we don't show up for our future clients. Nothing happens because we're not showing up. And from a law of attraction standpoint, we're not putting energy and we're not putting momentum in that. Right? Right. Right. And it's a whole different thing to, um, and I, and it's all practice, right? We couldn't have got here any faster. Um, (laughs) because I had actually asked you multiple times to just post five times a day, right? Uh For a month. Yep. It had been the thing that was like, (laughs) (laughs) that did not happen. Right. Because it had to come from this, um, being ready, being ready to take this on and stepping enough into your future self and having practice enough talking to your paying client that you could do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that. When we first started writing just emails 
to your future client and really nailing those. How long do you think it took to write one email? We wrote one a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just tell you. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I would, I would fuss around and I'd try and write them and they weren't coming and they weren't working and they weren't, I'd write one and we just, we may have five words left by right. the time you and I tore it apart on, in our coaching call. So we finally went to just working on them together and that started bringing me into that voice and you just say, stop, wait a minute, you went off, off track and we, we went through and, and we were doing one a week. Mm-hmm. And so how is your, how has it improved? Like you put out a ton of information and you spoke to your future clients a ton last month. So I had hoped in August to get a whole bunch of it stacked up. So I was doing, you know, one every two or three days so that I'd have, I'd be two weeks ahead at the beginning of September. And then I went to my son's for two weeks in the middle of August, which was fabulous, but I had very, very limited internet access. Uh, I had my grandson with me much of the time. And if I didn't have my grandson with me, I was in the middle of helping my son hang wallboard and, and insulate a house. And I love to do that stuff. So, and I love to help my son. So, it was a wonderful vacation. It was a great break. I loved being up there and it was probably the worst possible time for my business to do that because I got back and I had about three days written and here it comes and Labor Day weekend, we had plans. And so I was writing, literally writing as I was publishing things at the end. And I didn't have time to, I'm going to use the term dick around. <laughs> I just really didn't yeah. have the time to, to mess with it. I just had to look back at what my future, what my paying client wanted out of this day's emails and produce that and produce the information. And I come from my, my, what I knew and my future self being able to speak to my client. And I'm sure there are plenty of days that didn't, plenty of posts that didn't nail it exactly. But I know that most of them did nail it with what she wanted to know. And I'm, as I'm going back, it's like I'm reposting them on my own personal page this month. And I'm looking at them and I'm saying, that's really what she wanted to know. I adjust a word order to here, here or there, but it had to come from there because I had made the commitment and I didn't have the time to do anything else except do them. Mm -hmm. What made you honor the commitment this time? I haven't asked you this, but I'm curious to know because there were a lot of opportunities to say, screw it. This isn't the month to do this. I'll, I'll just, I'll just oh, do yeah. this next month. I'll do this some other time. I think, I don't know. I, there's a lot of reasons to make this work right now. Mm -hmm. 
for a, any number of reasons in my own personal life. I've got situations where um, I don't have time to play around with this being an ever expanding thing. It's gotta, it's gotta, I've gotta come down to a focus on it because for a lot of reasons, my husband's home more right now. Um, there's some medical issues, there's some financial issues. It's just got, it's gotta come into focus. It can't be, it can't just be the all consuming thing that it can get to. Yeah, like the like the wanting it. I think the wanting it um, at different points has been all consuming, but the commitment to it hasn't. Yeah, always been there. Yeah, and I I don't mean. I mean, a lot of times I've been I've done six. I've spent sixty hours doing five to ten hours worth of work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I'm. And so that's what I mean by all consuming. When I gotcha. spend 60 hours doing 10 hours worth of work, that really feels like it's all consuming. It's like I'm always doing it, but I'm not always actually being productive. Right. And that, and how did you, how did you start to see that in yourself? Because th- this is common for people who want to make their business work, right? They're actually doing 10 hours of work, but somehow we make it 60 hours to feel like we're working really hard because we either, for whatever reason, the reason is somebody does that, right? Right. So part of it is, part of it is for me, my husband goes, has been, up until the last month or so, has been leaving for work at 8 8 a.m. and he comes home between 7 and 8 at night, uh, which is way too much work for him, but that's a whole other story. (laughs) But, so I felt like I needed to be working that entire time. Mm -hmm. So that's 12 hours a day, that's 60 hours a week. Right. So there was that there was the feeling that I should be working that much. And then there was the sense that I could complain about it if it wasn't working and because I was putting so much into it. Right. I get that. So what she's saying, so that all of you listening, if you can, if you might be hearing yourself, some of you, if I'm working so if I'm working 60 hours a week, I can really complain a lot when it's not working, but I can't complain if I'm only working 10. Yeah. Right. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So if I'm only working 10 hours a week, well, yeah. So you know why it isn't working. You're not working hard enough. (laughs) And what's the truth when you work 10 hours that is focused and, 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 and there's a lot that goes into this, right? There's and I will say I'm not down to 10 hours a week yet. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, I'm not, I still have those, those periods of time where I sit there and stare at my computer and don't actually accomplish anything. But at least now I kind of know what those periods are. And you're, on, and you're more you're more honest about it, I think, mm-hmm. right? You don't have this story that, but I'm working so hard and it's not working, which is just a trap for it to keep not working. Right. 
Yeah. So now what I, what I realize is that if I am doing the right things, my marketing should take between 10 and 12 hours a week. And, and that's a lot. And even there, you and I have talked a lot about, well, there's all this content that we've developed over the, or I've developed and you've edited. <laughs> <laughs> I've made say, sure I, just isn't content to have content, right? Because yeah. you could have very, what, very well done. My words are not coming. You could have done last month and done a ton of content that didn't speak to your, your person, right? That right. was just like a bunch of stuff that would go over their head and they wouldn't hear. Yeah. Yeah. So we, um, we've talked a lot about content and yeah, we're going to, a lot of it's going to be repurposed. Um, there's another four or five months of developing a lot of content and then it's going to be a lot of reusing that content and marketing it different ways and taking it out into the community and into, um, the larger community, the global community, wherever that goes and however that leads, marketing will even become a smaller piece of what I need to do. Yes. Uh, as I, as I do that, because I've got the words that I need to say. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I'm, I'm not sure where we started with this, but yeah, it's knowing that that 10 to 12 hours is what I need to do. And wherever it comes from in, in my day and in my, out of my life. And I can take time to go and do other things if I need to, or take care of the cat, the cat yeah. the or whatever. And that those are all parts of who the menopause guru is. Right. Cause she has the time. I mean, that's, that's just what she does, right? She's created right. a life. She has this business because she wanted a, a certain life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. And so, but uh, you had said, and I want to just highlight this for everybody listening that it used to take, like we're talking about one post for last month. It took yeah. two to three hours to write one post at the beginning of the month. Right. Yes. Yeah. And we're not just, we're talking about tapping in because again, I want to make it very clear. There is a difference between creating things that aren't speaking to your ideal client and creating things that are, or your paying client. Right. Um, and now you can write three to four posts in an hour. Yes. That's amazing. How does that feel? Uh, it feels pretty. And, and if you go out to my page, if you go out to menopause guru and go back to some of the September posts or go to my own personal page and see the reference to them. Although in the future, I have no idea what will be up there. These are 800 word posts. These are not short posts. Yeah. They're a page and a half of typing. So it's, I'm turning out pages that are geared towards her and what she needs to know what the woman who whose doctor hasn't told her about menopause, whose sister, who doesn't have an older sister, who doesn't have an older cousin that she's close to, or a best friend who's already gone through it. Someone who's really struggling with what her body is doing right now and why she should look at designing a plan for herself to get through this, not Mm -hmm. just assuming that, somebody will give her a pill or 
that there's a magic cure, somebody will wave a magic wand or it'll stop. She doesn't know that. So it had to be geared towards that, not geared towards the science geek that I'd love to talk to about <laughs> <laughs> hormones. <laughs> right. But is never going to hire you, right? But it's never going to hire me because she knows it all herself. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying she said no at all. I'm saying that she does. I have a friend who is a nurse practitioner. And when I get stuck with something, I'll zip off a uh, text message to her and I'll say, hey, Audrey, what do you think about this? And then we'll go back and forth. And But she's never going to hire me right. because she has the, the tools she needs. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's awesome. Um, so I want to ask you this question. What would you title your former business story? I'm going to tell you what you need to know. <laughs> and you know, just for, I think people will get that for sure, but tell us what are some of the chapters that go in that book? Um, I studied this stuff long and hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't know, you poor thing, nobody, bless your heart, nobody's <laughs> ever told you this stuff, have they? <laughs> that one might actually be in my new book too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it was very like if we characters. It was it was sort of harsh, right? Yeah. Like I'm very smart, and I just want you to become as smart as me, and I'm going to tell you how to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your current business story? You're not going crazy. Your hormones are. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and so explain that what that means as a story title. So as a story as a as a business what women women take a lot of this on themselves. They think mm -hmm. that they've done something wrong. They think that they've um that they're not reacting properly and they get told that too. I mean, I it's not just that we we take it on. Uh, people are always telling us that this is all in your head and you just have to think differently and you feel differently. And even that old, that old, um, our thoughts create our emotions is not as cut and dried as we think it is because what's happening underneath is we've, we come into this and our bodies change and they change on us and we don't expect it and it doesn't feel good. And we just want to get back to feeling like ourselves again. And we don't know why it is. So we have to go back to what's causing it and how we can fix it easily without stressing over a lot of doctor stuff or thinking that we were diseased or, um, broken because mm -hmm. we're not. Yeah. And so if I was going to title the book, it would be something like, um, I speak to my clients so they can hear me. 
Right. <laughs> yeah. But that's what, that's what your not going yeah. crazy. Your hormones are really says. And what I just heard come out of your mouth was so different than two years ago when you were just like, you need to know that you're, you know, <laughs> this hormone is causing this and this is this, and here's the chemical reaction and here's the, this, and here's, right? Like, but what you just said was all about how your client feels and what their experience is and letting them know that they're normal and there, there is a way through this. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Um, I had another question for you. Oh, you're not going crazy. Your hormones are really came out of too, like an inspired. Um, I think the first time we came, that came up was with the ad. Yeah, yeah, I think it was with the ad. We were creating the ad and it was really like, what does she need to hear? What's like the one thing that's gonna, we, you can say to her. And so it's all part of the process. And then, and that this is how inspiration and stepping into your future self and creating your path to paying clients all sort of works together is like, you were like, I need to do this ad. And we're like, okay. And, oh, I love it. You even got some, some extra ad space, right? You manifested <laughs> that. <laughs> Yeah. And, but it was in the process of speaking to her, like there's the words that come out, right? It was Mm -hmm. never in a thinking, let's think about what she, no, it was, okay, we have, you know, probably 50 words to write to her and one image and we got to nail it. And then it's like, oh yeah, that's the magic words. Let's keep rolling with that. Yeah. I was just looking to see if that magazine was right here. I put it somewhere else. I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, any well, actually, let's ask this. What do you what are you most excited about for what you know is coming on the horizon? Um oh, there's just so many things. I'm excited to be able to let my husband continue this lovely schedule that he he is working on right now so that that just works in our lives. Um, it was interesting, a, a business coach that I know asked, well, you know, why do we always want our husbands to retire? And I, I said, because he's 65 and he needs to stop doing this. <laughs> and she said, I guess that's a good reason. <laughs> and he doesn't, he doesn't want to retire fully, but he does need to slow it down a little bit and, and take some more time for himself. And so I'm excited about that. I'm excited about finding new avenues for spreading this message. I'm excited about knowing that everything is changing in the way I'm being received. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's just so different. I'm not fighting it anymore. I'm just showing up. How does that feel? (laughs) So much easier. You know, I don't have to take the responsibility for the results. Yeah. The universe can do that. Yes. Wow. That's a huge lack of control for you. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't have to worry. I don't have to worry if, you know, I can, I can look at my, uh, 
my numbers and I've been putting out more emails. So the wrong people have been going away. Awesome. (laughs) So I get it. You know, I might get one and I might lose five and it doesn't really matter because, uh, the right people are reading my emails Mm -hmm. and they're now going out to where, where, um, maybe they're being seen a little more. So the people who are saying, Oh, I don't need this anymore, whether they've aged out of my group or they've decided on hormone therapy, or they've figured out from listening to me for a long enough time that they need to change their diet and have figured it out for themselves. It doesn't really matter because the right people are still reading them. Mm -hmm. And the right people are seeing my, my posts and sharing them and, um, the whole thing. It's just, it's so much easier. Yeah. It's amazing. All right. A year from now at the end of next menopause awareness month, what will we be celebrating? What will we be talking about? What will be? Oh, probably, probably that I was on um, good morning America or what, or maybe the today show. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I was on the local lifestyle program this this past month um four times but one of them got preempted by a Mm -hmm. talk at the united nations (laughs) but anyway i that's i'm gonna ask you will your future self even talk about if she gets preempted anymore no yeah she won't get preempted yeah, but even if, like, it doesn't matter, right? Because there'll be so many other outlets. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe maybe we'll be talking about the fact that I just got back from a 10-day stay in New York where I was on every one of the, the shows and The View and all the rest of them. Yeah, I love it. It's awesome. Any final thoughts for today or advice from people who feel like they're fighting themselves in their business? fighting it? Uh, I think you just have to get to the point where you know that you're comfortable with your contribution to your business and that that's the most important thing. Not, Mm. not what anybody else contributes to it or, or how they react to it. You can shift. I don't, I don't mean like just, keep banging away at the same things and if they're not going well, but know that as long as you're doing the work that you need to do to grow in your business, that you're doing what you need to do. Mm -hmm. And the work, how would you classify the work? Because I think at one point you, you thought you were doing the work. How do you know what's the work that, you need to be doing and the work you think you need to be doing. How do you, how would you tell somebody what's the difference? I thought I knew what she wanted, but I didn't. Mm -hmm. Until I had somebody to give me that feedback. Now, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm weird and I, I need that feedback from somebody else. I don't think that one I'm think, pretty sure that I'm not wrong on. I, I don't think you're wrong on that either. <laughs> and I just want to, it cut out a bit. So I want to, I know what Jean said is Jean said it took finding someone who could hear, who could step in and be her, her paying client 
and hear through her voice versus what she thought they wanted to, because you know, her former money story was, I'm going to tell you what you need to know. (laughs) 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 And so who could hear like, no, no, that's not what she wants to hear. And I don't think you're alone. I think most people, there are even times I have to step back in my own and sort of look at it differently. And I'm a little bit able to to separate it. And I think that's a unique characteristic is where I can look at my own stuff and see, but I think, I don't think you're unique or weird in that manner that you needed somebody else to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Cool. Well, I am excited to talk uh, next month and the next month and just hear what this momentum has created and what's happening next. So thank you for sharing this moment in your journey with us. Thank you for having me, Cassie. Our pleasure. And thank you all for listening and make sure to come back and check out Jean's next interview in her Years of Growth series. Hey, it's Cassie. Just wanted to say a quick thank you for tuning in today and enjoying the magic and story, the power that comes from listening to someone else get what they want. It really opens your mind up for you getting what you want. If you would like more of that and you haven't checked out Manifest It Now yet, I would love you to do so. Search Manifest It Now on your favorite podcast app and you'll hear me and my friend Jenny talking all things living law of attraction. That's Manifest It Now on any podcast app. Thank you for joining us on the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show. To learn how to identify your current money story, go to identifyyourmoneystory.com.